You're listening to A Mighty Love, the podcast for honest and witty love wisdom. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Demetrius. I'm here with my amazing co-host. I'm here, Polly Sakes, and... You suggested the topic today. So let's I talk did. About it. I did suggest the topic, and I'm very happy about it. I want to talk about dating profiles. So, for some context, it has been for me a pretty long time on dating profiles. It's been like approaching. It's I'm I'm about to hit my second year of no dating apps. Wow. Um, because I'm not single, obviously. Right. Um, you guys have been together two years. Um. No. Like in six months, it'll be two years. Wow. But it's like. The next month, yeah, like one one year and five and a half months. Is Pretty weird. exciting. Um, yeah. So I am a bit out of touch with the current dating apps. What's mm. the new dating app now? Splooger? Um, it's this with one no where it's both, um, you get a piggyback ride from JFK into the city, and then if you hit it off, then you can exchange numbers. You know, you said that as a joke, but in all seriousness, they should do an Uber pool for dates. Like speed dating through Uber pool? Yeah. I would uh, actually be down with that idea. Yeah. I, I wouldn't do it. That'd I think it'd be, be hard to make conversation because one of you might be a little more out of breath. Yeah, one of you is going to be winded as fuck. Yeah. yeah. The one being carried, I think. Yes. From and fear. To be totally honest, I a little bit stole this joke from a comedy show I saw this weekend where they <laughs> joked about an app where you get a piggyback ride from JFK, and I just thought that was hilarious. That's but amazing. Al- also, mixing that with dating just yeah. really seems like a. The worst idea I've ever heard. It sounds terrible. Um, <laughs> well, one thing I could say about dating apps is that I used to, when maybe like two years ago, I started using what was then Thrinder. Yes. Um, for looking for threesomes, or you can just be looking for like kinky people or just all types. Generally, like, not you can, you can be a straight person on there dating normally, but there's just a lot more um, edge cases. It also allows you to block people you're friends with. Your Facebook friends, you can like none of your Facebook friends will see you, so it's kind of useful if you want to be a little on the DL for whatever reason. I guess also for cheating if that's your thing. Um, and then that app uh, got sued by Tinder, rightfully so. And then they changed their name to Field F E E L D, which is a dumb name. I'm gonna put that out there. I don't like it. Yeah. Then that app got even worse than it was, and it got to the point where it's like basically impossible to send or receive a message. Like I'd send a message, and like the person would see it like three months later. Oh, and nice. so then I kind of just decided not to do it anymore. And then someone I've been seeing a long time, actually, who I met when it was Thrinder, oh. um, said that it had gotten a lot better and I should give it another try. And it has improved. Really? So good job. But I wouldn't have known if my uh, pal hadn't told me to give it another shot. So oh. that's the new Less Crap app. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the only app I'm following on Twitter now is, like, Bumble. Yeah. And this app that I did some, like, consultation with. Ooh. Yeah. But, um... Did you get paid, like, really big bucks? I got paid in beer. Well, <laughs> so, I mean... Uh, the amount of beer I drank? A lot. Like, <laughs> oh, the, I nice. think I put it on my tax return. So, yeah, a lot of fucking beer. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I've always been fascinated with dating apps, and I love reading about them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, I think maybe I shared an article last week where they talked about those white-label dating apps. Yeah. Where it's, like, Trump meat, or, like, no Trump meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah where it's, like, all the same pool of people, yeah. and then they just show you the ones that are on the, you know, who are just also for farmers only, or, right. like... When you actually want to message someone, right. you can you get like the ten thousand yeah. users, yeah, the submarine operators only, yeah. or whatever. Exactly, yeah. Um, so I love reading up on this stuff. So it's good to hear about like dating apps from an actual user. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to talk about dating profiles because I would like to think that I have had a certain amount of success in online dating. I met my current girlfriend through Bumble. Shout out to Bumble. Um, I'm forever grateful for you. And I've always been someone who, like, advocates for online dating. I think it's, mm-hmm. especially with the way that society is going, it's probably better to connect with people online and, like, build a connection first before you meet in person. Yeah. Because uh, people are terrible these days. Yeah, it's true. It's true. People are terrible. Um, personally, you know, dating polyamorously and also dating as a bisexual slash queer woman, 
I tend to find more matches on OkCupid, and that's how I met uh, my boyfriend and my sort of girlfriend, maybe. I don't know if that's too much, oh, but uh, someone Does I like Does she listen to the podcast? She doesn't. I don't even know if she knows this exists, so uh, I guess it's safe. Oh, she's yeah. my girlfriend. We're in love. No, oh, that's wonderful. going too far. Um, <laughs> she's great. I like her a lot. Now I have to tell her about this because she's going to hear me ranting about this. Anyway, yeah, um, I met both of them on OkCupid, and then I've met a couple people that I saw a little bit less seriously on Tinder, and I did meet this one person on Field who I thought was pretty great. You know, a smattering of experiences. I have used Bumble, but I've never met anyone on there that I actually wanted to meet Hmm. so far. Um, And I haven't used any of the other ones. I haven't used, like, the Anne Rand dating (laughs) site or (laughs) any of those other ones like we discussed. Like looking for Fountainhead? Yeah. Or is that, like, the kink Ayn Rand one? I... I mean, there's one where you, like, are trying to meet other objection objectivists, I guess. Oh, it sounds terrible. I don't... You want to meet Atlas, and you're like, hey, I'd like to make you shrug. I don't uh, know. I, it's, I uh, honestly yeah. don't know. Man. But anyway, so those... I think you meet them at a white nationalist yeah, rally. That's great. <laughs> Perfect. Where I spend a lot of time. Me too. I met my husband uh, the old-fashioned way. Okay, this is going to take a real sharp turn. Not at a white nationalist rally. Neither he nor I have ever attended one. Just to clarify for the record, no, we just met uh, in person, but it was during college where that's a lot easier. Or it was, anyway. Who knows what it's like now? God, who knows what it's like now? I don't know. It was, it was, I mean, dating in college was much easier than dating afterwards. I think most people of our generation would agree. Yeah. No, yeah. anyway. Yeah. That's how I've met people I like, anyway. So you have a lot catch of... you up. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, I still am on them, although I am a lot less active of a user now that I'm kind of... Um, sworn off. Cisgender well, men. I've been pissed off at a few people, and <laughs> if you follow my Twitter, you would know about... Um, but I'm also, uh, the joke for the word is polysaturated, huh. <laughs> where you have so many partners, you don't really have room to meet a lot of new ones. So okay. I, um, that's, that's a nice little of, humble brag. Yeah. It's a, it's a terrible problem. It's such a burden. No, it's a nice <laughs> thing. Um, I've been trying to make a little more time to meet new people cause I would like to, but, uh, it is difficult and sometimes the pickings are slim yeah. as you may know. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. That's so you have like a wealth of experience on dating app. And I was thinking about because somebody tagged me on Twitter recently. She tagged me in something where a guy was talking about, you know, like dating profiles and how hard it is to stand out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, so what I was coming from was a place of no, seriously, single dudes, especially if you, you know, I have a wealth of knowledge where as a heterosexual Mm-hmm. single dude you know so that's sort of where i'm coming from so right off the bat i'll just say men of the internet uh you know how you stand out your dating profile uh if you put something in it like step one mm-hmm. um put a bio like just and also ask me anything doesn't count ask me anything doesn't count sort of deriding the fact that you're using online dating doesn't count and it sure. just makes you seem like old and who loud. even reads this lol not yeah. does not count yeah like just say hey I'm a normal person. Nice to meet you. Maybe don't say I'm a normal person because then I'd be like, well, that's a fucking weirdo. It's one of those things that only introduces, like, concern. Like, I used to live near um, a taxi service and it was like, I can't remember, it was like Denise's safe ride. And I'm like, I was just going to assume this ride was safe. And now you've only introduced (laughs) doubt into how safe this ride really is. This is Demetrius's no danger apartment. Right, or like, like um, oh. there's a, or there's a brand of food called like harmless foods, and I'm like, I just was gonna assume that food was harmless, and now I'm concerned. And it's supposed to be like this, like fancy organic. I mean, maybe they're trying to contrast themselves with like Twinkies or something. But I was like, using the word harmless is just making me more suspicious. Yeah. There's a little deli on my mm-hmm. like near me, and it's called Wholesome, and I'm like, I don't trust this. Nah. Like, there's GMO stuff in there, which there should be. Yeah, I mean, my friend worked at, like, one of these, like, <laughs> not-so-hot corner stores with, like, groceries and, like, like a nicer, like, a grocery corner store, not just, like, yeah. a corner store. But, like, they would definitely, like, take fruit out of the regular section and put organic stickers on it. Why wouldn't you? I mean, you would. I would. 
But I have no scruples whatsoever. No, I also don't run a grocery store. Yeah, fair. Well, you get mad at me when I do that. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> your part of the problem. Anymore. <laughs> um, but I think you, you make a good, in all seriousness, yeah. you make a good point. When somebody, like, tries to contrast, yeah. you know, like, the worst negative that they think of with, mm-hmm. like, I'm not that. It's like, man, you don't, you don't have to say it. Just yeah. operate under the assumption that anyone who is going to swipe right on you, as long as you have a basic profile, assumes that you have some basic measure of decency and kindness sure and then you know fail (laughs) you know like don't be those things but um i understand why every everyone struggles with dating lately i've been seeing a lot of people saying you know a lot of usually straight people saying like it's so hard for dating is so hard for me Mm -hmm. true Dating is so hard for whatever I am. So like, like straight like, men oh my gosh, or straight women. I'm a, you know, I'm a single lady in her 30s and it's so hard. And Which, like, sure, I'm sure true, it yeah. is, but I'm but, not I'm not sure that single men in their 30s have it way easier. Yeah. I'm not sure who has it so easy on here. Everyone deals with different struggles in dating. And yeah. I think that a lot of the struggles that men deal with are usually an absence. So it's an absence of attention, of yeah. people pursuing them or... Uh, viable matches that they think are viable anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think with straight women especially, they often are dealing with the moral absence with straight men. Like yeah. the things that they fail, like treating people with human kindness and respect. and Yeah, you know. like it's not necessarily a dearth of options, period, so much as a dearth of options where the person doesn't immediately fuck it up. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that people, you could make the case, if you're a man and all, you feel like your entire life, you have never gotten the attention you wanted. Yeah. It is easier for you to say, like, I have it worse than somebody who's saying, I get all this negative attention. Right. Um, and I think, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say one is worse than the other. Like, who knows? It's all no. subjective. Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, you don't, I don't want to go too far down this road, but it's sort of like how... You know, like, I had a conversation with my husband about catcalling, and he, he generally asked, he's like, but doesn't it make you feel attractive to have a man be complimenting you? And I was like, well, I kind of already know I feel good and look good, and I don't really need this fucker yelling that at me. Right, like, yeah. it doesn't really make me feel bad. I mean, I have confidence, which I guess helps, but, like, I just actually don't want feedback on my body in public from strangers. And, like, once he kind of was like, oh, yes, that makes sense. But, like, I think it is easy as a man to be a little bit naive to, like, what a lot of attention feels like. Right. And to not understand how that can be negative. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's hard. I think a lot of people have it hard, and, like, there's variations on this. So what do you think, because everyone has it hard, if you were going to give some advice about... What can make someone's dating life through their profile be easier? Well, I think one thing you want to think about is to try to figure out how to show some of your personality. And I know a lot of people are like, ooh, there's nothing special about me. Okay, well, there must be. Like, you are exactly like every other person you know on Earth. Like... I mean, I don't know. Like, I usually put, like, a little bit... I put maybe, like, a couple favorite food, put a favorite TV show or a movie. I talk about, like, the kinds of things I like to do. And, like, yeah, okay, a lot of people are like, I love traveling and tacos. Yeah, okay, a lot of people like that. And so if that's all you put, it doesn't form a very good picture. So do try to think of a couple things that are a little more unusual that you like or don't like or things you do. But it's not brain surgery, you know? A lot of people don't have a forum where they get to talk about themselves. So it's hard for them to describe themselves in any positive way. So the thing that I recommend to people, for people to show more of their personality is on your profile, put something on there about yourself that you don't get to talk to people about usually that you want to talk about. If you love travel and tacos, congratulations. Mm-hmm. You're like most Americans. Sure. But if you love travel and tacos and, you know, there's this one time you had the best tacos ever and it was this dive in, like, a city you would never expect or mm-hmm. or it, it never has to be as cool as that. Like, it could just be like, you know, let me tell you the origins of the taco yes. or, like, nachos or whatever. People get trapped in thinking that the way that their life is... Mm-hmm. current state is the way that online dating will play out and all these things yeah and with online dating you get to tell your own story and like make people approach you about that story so yeah. if all you talk about is travel and tacos everyone's going to talk about travel and tacos with you and all your conversations are going to suck 
But if you talk about the things that you want to talk about on your on your bio, then boom. Often profiles I like is like like they'll write a very very short version of a funny or interesting story that happened to them, you know, maybe not even recently. And like, that gives me something to go on. For example, in my profile, I think right now I said, 10 years ago, I broke my foot running down the subway stairs to try to catch a train. Don't do it. Now, that may not be like the greatest no, but tidbit gonna, that tells you about me, but like if I'm someone doesn't know what that. to ask you, they're like, oh my God, what station was it in? Or like, how, how bad did you break it? And like, that's a conversation starter, you yeah. know? And then I can ask them like, oh, have you ever broken a bone or whatever? Have you ever... Tried to chase the subway. And yeah, do you think it it's dangerous to run down the stairs, or do you have a secret method that's foolproof safe? Just gotta hold both railings and mm-hmm. run down. Slide down like Shirley Temple. Yes. Exactly. Um, these are all good conversation topics. And sometimes it's a little bit hard, too. Like, the one advantage I have as being someone who dates men and women and et cetera is that um, just the plus, <laughs> I don't know what a lot of people choose the et cetera's. You know, but uh, anyway, that I see, so that's I, actually I will the best see way. like other people's profiles who are also cis women, mm-hmm. and it means that I can stay away from things that I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be clever to put this and be like, oh, every woman has put this. So yeah. it does help. My boyfriend, when he started online dating, he first made like a blank woman's profile, a mm. blank straight woman's profile, so he could just look at what other men write and gather some data. And, um, that's really smart. It was. And he, um, learned a lot about what other men write Mm -hmm. and also was, um, still messaged by men with no picture and no info. Men were like a lady. And he was like, (laughs) if I had that kind of message with no picture and no info, I can only barely fathom what you get. And I was like, yeah. So that was a, it was a good exercise in both parts. So I, I don't know if this is as possible on Tinder or Bumble because of whatever. But, I mean, if you're a straight dude and you have a friend who's a straight woman, ask if you can watch her swipe through because um, you might learn some stuff. Um, yeah, I would say that I learned so much about dating profiles that other men have mm-hmm. through just being on Twitter and seeing, like, the terrible profiles that yeah. men have. Yes. Because I could talk about women's profiles all day. Like this is what I saw, and most of the time it's just a lack of effort. Yeah, I mean it's, it's not. It's so. It's so there is unremarkable. Some lack of effort. I yeah. mean, the other thing too is like a lot of we've got we've gotten into like photos before, so I won't get into the specifics of like how bad men's photos are. But I think <laughs> when I think a good photo set should have maybe like four photos. Like I think there should be. One of you, like, looking really good, like, maybe from, like, a wedding or a fancy party where you're, like, dressed up. If you're a lady, maybe your hair is done or you're wearing, like, nice makeup or, you know, whatever, like, a dressed up, dolled up version of yourself. I think there should be one where it's a little more casual, like, you know, at a friend's barbecue or something like that, where you're just dressed maybe how you are most of the time day to day. I think there should be one full body shot, and that can be any category, but you got to have your whole body in at least one picture, because otherwise people are just going to ask for it, and it's weird, and you want to give a clear picture of what you're really like, honestly. And that doesn't have to be the most flattering photo, but try to pick something that's not definitely unflattering. Yeah. Or something that is five years old. Yeah. Try to pick some, even if it is five years old, it should at least still or be representative. Of if you still are that shape and you haven't aged much in your face, then I think it's fine. You pretty much have the same haircut. Then I think it's okay. If it doesn't really look like you anymore, then you got to get a new one. Yeah. Um, and then I'm a big fan of one that's like a little bit funny or a little bit silly or a little bit playful. So, you know, not the duck lips, because that's overdone, but, like, if you're, like, kind of making, a like, a scowl or a funny face or, like, maybe there's something silly, like a dog is licking you or something, like, I think that that's, like, a little bit of humor adds something and makes you seem like a real three-dimensional person. That's what I think is a successful basic set of photos. And there are iterations on this, but I think if you've got those four, you're pretty much set. Yeah. No, I, I would agree. I think that people just can do those four and be good. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do more, go go for it. I have maybe like five, I think. I always average at least five. Yeah, it's better. More is better, but if you can at least get those four, that's a good start. Yeah. Um, I think another thing is, okay, P- Cupid profiles are different because they're so much longer. Yeah. Than the Bumber, Bumble and Tinder profiles, which are got to be short. Yeah, they're like 300 characters. I think another thing people sometimes make the mistake of doing is they write a big block of text. Spacing out one or two sentences, a blank, 
a couple sentences of blank is way easier to read. And when people are swiping through really fast, they'll, you'll, That's your eye point. will fall yeah. on more words if you make it into two paragraphs, even though those two paragraphs maybe only have one or two sentences in them. Yeah. Whereas if it's just like a wall of text, someone's going to be like, yuck, and keep going. Like, people are lazy. It's yeah. the same with emails. I also write emails this way. It makes uh, people yeah. read more of the email. That is um, one of the things I've learned in my day job mm-hmm. is that if you want people to read your emails, uh, at most three three points. One, two, three. Uh, Number them if possible. Yeah. yeah. Or bullets. Bullets yeah. are like the thing. This is yeah. the thing you should respond to. Because mm-hmm. I think my profiles always, even if they were like long on OkCupid or on Bumble, it was three things. One was something humorous. Two was, this is vaguely what I'm looking for. Not mm-hmm. so much that it sounds like I'm telling you, like, I want to be married. Yeah. But a little less than, like, I'm just looking for whatever. I want to see what comes. Mm-hmm. And, like, usually, well, on OkCupid would be my name. But um, it used to also be something like, hey, if this... If you're into this, like, hey, I'm all for it. You know? Yeah. So something humorous, bullet one. Bullet yeah. two, no, but seriously, like, I'm looking to, like, meet somebody who's, like, relationship-minded. And bullet yeah. three, if that sounds like you, let's do it. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah, structure. I think that that sounds good. There's another problem on profiles where people are like, don't message me if, and I'm like... Oh, I'm, yeah, never I leave totally, with a negative. It's totally... I totally get it. Like, I would love if we have less than a 60% match... Don't message me. Or if you have no picture, don't message me. Because I don't want messages from those people. Right, of course. But it's not nice. Like, if you see a, a profile and they're starting with negativity, like, I'm so sick of this. I don't like this. Don't do this. It turns me off. I'm not going to message the person because they just seem really negative. And, like, that might not even be the case. And, like, I totally get being frustrated by this kind of shit because I am. Yeah. But it's it just doesn't... don't update your profile in frustration. That's no, don't idea. update your profile in frustration is a great tip. Yeah. Yeah. Don't really update anything in frustration. Yes. Uh, it's always better to delete an app off your phone in frustration rather than mm-hmm. update your profile when you're frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe like your journal, your paper journal where you like angrily scroll, oh, fuck the world, and then, you know, yeah. no one needs to read that except yeah. you. Maybe don't put it in your profile. Nah, that's okay. Yeah. One other thing I think that I see a lot when people have a lot of ambiguity... I under I sort of understand the impetus to be like I'm up for whatever, but to me it indicates that there's no way that you're gonna actually be up for a serious relationship. Because if you're yeah. like oh, I'm whatever, I'm like well you don't want a girlfriend, you're whatever. Um, and if you are up for a girlfriend, or up for maybe something more short term like a friend with benefits or like yeah. a, a one night stand or something, just don't say anything. Yeah, you know I and it's fine and. I think it's okay to totally be straightforward if someone asks you, like, what do you want? I think you should be clear, like, I am open to a serious relationship, but it doesn't have to be that. I'm actually open to a lot of things, but I think that there should be a conversation and not in the profile. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think that people do this thing where they're trying to cast a wide net, and Mm -hmm. what they end up doing is they just are limiting themselves by doing that. If you're, it's yeah. a great point about I'm up for whatever. Up for whatever, if I know for sure I've done that, I've written that on my profile years, like, when mm-hmm. I was young, yeah. and I would never get responses. No. I didn't understand. I'm like, hey, I'm literally, the, I'm open to everything. Yeah. And then when I took it off, and I just, people would ask me, like, what are you looking for? And I would say, honestly, I'm open to anything. It depends on the person, the connection. I am open to monogamy, yada, yada. That had way better results than just yes. saying, I'm up for whatever. Let's see what happens. Yes. Let's figure things. Like, everything that does... When a guy says that, he might actually be honest. But mm-hmm. especially with straight women, you have to understand the context and subtext yeah. sometimes that they're dealing with. Like, yeah. usually a guy's like, yeah, I'm up for whatever. Whatever meaning, I'll call you an Uber after we bone. Right, often that is what it means. And, like, you know, if that is actually what you want, like, there's nothing wrong with putting in your profile, like, I'm really not looking for anything serious right now. There's nothing wrong with that. You're going to not attract serious people, but supposedly that's not what you're looking for anyway. Yeah, you'll attract Um, people who... Who also want to hook up or something very short-term or non-committal, which is good. So if you do want something specific, I think you should say that. If you don't want, if you don't have something specific in mind, I think just hold back and have that conversation. Yeah. If you're looking for whatever you're looking for, 
and you're on a site like OkCupid okay mm-hmm. or any other dating site, yeah. you know, we're not sponsored by OkCupid, okay but we would like to be... Yeah, just reach out, please. Send me an email at Demetrius at MightyLove.com. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> no, but if you are on a site that has a long-form uh, dating profile, you can mm-hmm. usually indicate what you're looking for that way. Yeah. You don't have to say it on your profile. No. Uh, if you're on a dating app, I find that Whatever you list that you say you're looking for, a lot of times it will come off as you being over eager. Yeah. Uh, in my experience, when I would put like, I'm looking for a relationship, it'd be like, just dry. Right. It sounds weird, like, I'm open to a relationship with anyone, even you, this person I've never met. That's not the message you want to send either, I yeah. think. Um, that sounds like desperate. Like, my best friend, like, when she was leading up to when she was trying to meet her husband, you know, she was looking for a real relationship, but, like, that's not how you start that conversation. She was like, I am looking for something to leave for marriage. Like, that's fine if that's how you feel. Nice to meet but, you. My name's Demetrius. Right, that's too, <laughs> it's too much. It makes you seem <laughs> bonkers. You know, Cuckoo I think... bonkers. Yeah, it's not going to work for you. So I think you kind of want to, like, balance it out. I, th- I think it's more of a conversation thing than a profile thing, honestly. Yeah. Unless, I I think you should actually only be specific unless you're looking, if you're looking for something casual. What do you think about that rule? You know, honestly, I would agree. Yeah. Because looking for something casual, I would say most people on dating apps are potentially open to looking for something casual, but most people aren't specifically only looking for something casual. Yeah. At least they are an honest about it. Like, there's probably right. a ton of people who are doing it and they're, like, misleading people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think that... If you are looking for something casual, you probably would do a lot better than by just saying, I'm looking for something. Ca- I'm not looking for anything serious, mm-hmm. you know, because you're you're going to disqualify so many people once they start messaging you. And that's you're getting more to the point. Mm-hmm. I think most people are looking for relationships. I don't think everyone is suited for relationships or no. good at them. Right. But I think most people are looking for a relationship. A lot of people are looking for relationships or tell themselves they're looking for relationships. So if you put out there, I am only looking for something casual, you will still find people. I, you will still find people. And it just cuts down on a lot of the messages. Right. And a lot of people get offended when you, after they start messaging. Well, in my experience, a lot of women would get offended when they start messaging me and they're like, you're wonderful. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not looking for anything serious. It'd be like, why yeah. you waste my time? Yeah. So. Yeah. It does help. And I mean, also if you're looking for something casual, you're not looking for like the perfect match. You're, you're really looking for like, you seem pretty good. All yeah. right. You know, you like you you don't need you're cutting through the bullshit because you're not gonna want to like message for six months and right, make sure that your your hearts are perfectly aligned. Yeah. I mean, or maybe you are, but that's kind of weird. Casual affair of the heart. Yes, sure. <laughs> I'll have them. Yeah, we've uh, all been there. Sure. I think another thing, uh, we, a thing that happens, which is neither here nor there, is that I keep seeing the profiles of straight women and occasionally gay men. And I'm pretty sure neither of these people want to date me um, based on their state of preferences. But then why are they showing up in my Tinder? And I don't know. But um, I put this on my Twitter and I will read it here. Please, in honor of Pride Month, go check your settings and make sure you are looking for what you're actually looking for. Or you declared as what you are. Women, don't say you're looking for everyone. You're looking for men, so you stop showing up in my feed. That'd be Please, great, yeah. thank you. Please, yeah. thank you. Maybe they mean like every type of man. <laughs> They're like, oh, everyone. <laughs> no, <laughs> everyone. Parentheses that is male. It doesn't say it, but I'm pretty sure that's what it means. Yeah, yeah. They're like tall men, even short men. Everyone, sure, everyone. Yeah. And again, you know, gay men. You guys are great, but like, I think we can safely agree we're not a match. So, like, also make yeah. sure you're not looking for everyone. Yeah, maybe for like just fun. But sure. Not for love. No, no, not for love. I don't think it's a good for either of us. Yeah, think, no. I don't it's... think it's meant to be. Yeah. Probably not for the best. No. One of the best compliments I ever got is after a first date, someone said to me, you are exactly what I would have expected from your profile. Nice. And I was like, thank you. And I'm That's like. That's actually a great compliment. It is. Because I like. My hard work of trying to be myself paid off. I've seen your... Well, I, I, I haven't you, seen your profile in, like, a year at this but point. But you saw it, like, two years ago, maybe? Yeah, I saw it two years ago, yeah. and I think, like, a year ago, and I was like, yep. Yeah, that's me. Yep, that's yeah. you. Yep. 
Um, one There's probably thing... like something snarky and something really intellectual in there. Like, yeah. remember, like just off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, like, that's me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the one thing about the longer home profiles, like you know, okay, Cupid, and I think our match, and is it plenty of fish longer or shorter? I'm not even sure. Um, I never used to. It's, I, it used to be long, but who knows at this point? Who know? knows? Well, if you're using one of the longer form sites, you know, they have the space where you can put movies, music, and then like, you know, this and that, and like, you want to make sure that you do a good job editing. Like, no one wants to read your whole fucking Spotify playlist. Yeah. No one wants to read your whole bookshelf. My rule of thumb is no more than three or four in each category, and even that's a lot. Like, if you want to do three or four in each category, skip a category. If you want to hit every category, then one or two or maybe three, but, like, keep it light. And I also wouldn't, you know, also, like, take a look at your list and see what it says about yourself. Like, if it's all death metal, but you actually also love country music, no one's going to get that unless you make sure you put your diverse days. Yeah. Similarly... Um, if it's all Ayn Rand books. Right. That also sends a different message. I'm an interesting one of that. Um, <laughs> one turn off for me specifically, which I cannot speak for all women by any means, but if I look at your list of books and they're all by men, I don't message. Mm. I'm like, mm, you don't read books by women. Mm. How interesting. Mm. Or if like all of the TV shows are like all male casts or, or like male casts. Specifically, um, that trend like late to the, like early 2000s of just really damaged emotionally damaged men as the yeah, lead. Yeah. It's like, oh, your favorite shows are Mad Men mm-hmm. and Sopranos and Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. I mean, Interesting. Those, those are good shows. But However, it, like if you just threw in an unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt in there, I would feel like you're I can talk to you. I haven't seen the last season. Did you see it? No, not oh wait, the mo- The one with uh Naveed, uh the guy uh the guy from Hamilton. Oh I watched part of it and I haven't Devi finished sticks. it. I need to finish it. I haven't, I haven't even started it. Mm. Um, you know how... Well, I guess... No, you know how when you're dating someone and mm-hmm. you're like, let's watch this series together. Yeah. Um, I cannot convince my girlfriend to like watch any of the shows I like because they're all bad. Oh. They're all really bad. That's tough. I mean, for me, so, when I'm in that situation, I will just... Rewatch um, Game of Thrones? That's what I just did. That's one option. Um, it's still I mean, good. It's still good. If my husband, my husband and I will sometimes just watch different shows in different rooms. Like we'll just give up and like mm, be yeah. like, be like he wants to watch Rachel Maddow, and I'm like, I've had about all the news I can take today, and like I'll go to the other room uh, yeah. and watch my show. That's uh, a good solution. I mostly do. I mostly do like video games in one room. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of I H- mean, HGTV happens in a different. Yeah, room. I mean, also polyamory is great for uh, discovering things you like to do on yeah. your own. Yeah, like if he's on a date, I'm like, great, I get to watch my show that he's not interested oh, in. Oh yeah, that's a good point. The worst is he keeps liking shows that are my shows, and then he doesn't want me to watch them without him. And I'm like, I'm running out of things I can watch <laughs> when you're not around. I think another thing you want to think about in your dating profile is like. You want to make sure that there's something someone can ask you about, like something funny in one of your pictures, something interesting in your profile. Like you want an entry point for someone to be able to start a conversation. And then if you get tired of having that conversation, then you got to pick a new one. Like I got tired of my old one and then I had to find something new and that was kind of annoying. But now it's the broken foot thing. If I get tired of that conversation, I'll move on to something else. Yeah. Strangely, not as many people ask me about the broken foot thing as you'd think, but whatever. Yeah. I I always said, going back to your rule of three, rule of threes mm-hmm. is good in general with profiles. Yeah. Rule of threes with, you should, at minimum, if you especially if you have a longer profile, yeah. uh, three conversation starters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm trying to think. I used to have one that was, when I had OkCupid, um, one of them was that I made really good cheddar biscuits, Ooh. and then people would ask about that. Yeah. Um, I think one of them was that I had a blog and a podcast. People mm-hmm. would ask about that. I forget what the other one was. Probably like I have a ton of siblings, or I really enjoy being an uncle. It's the best. My niece just had her sweet sixteen. Oh super gosh. adorable. Yeah, I know. I feel super old, and I keep getting more gray. You can't see it because I just cut my hair, but it's. Well, you probably can see it, but... You're becoming a distinguished uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. I feel real distinguished right now. My knees hurt. <laughs> but yeah. it's all about... Converse, like, just add three conversation starters. Things that you want people to message you about. Yeah. Which I think people... I've never understood somebody will put something on their profile, and then you message them about it, and they just seem to, like, annoyed with you. Change yeah. your profile. I didn't you make don't you want to talk about it. Yeah. Don't put it on there. I also... Okay, I'm... 
there are a million tweets and blog posts about this. I won't get into it, but like one of my personal least favorites is when people put all the cities they've lived in, like, you know, like Miami, Arrow, um, New Orleans, Arrow, New York, Arrow, London, like, that's not super interesting to me. Like, that it's you've just lived a in a bunch of cities. It's a list. I mean, I think that there is something to telling people where you came from. Yes. Like, I was born in Atlanta and came to New York 10 years ago. That's interesting. But, yeah. like, just the list is kind of boring. And also, if you did move around a ton, maybe don't just list them all. Like, you could just say, like, I've lived all over the U.S., I've been here three years or yeah. whatever, whatever. See, what I was thinking is yeah. if you lived in five different cities and you want to make note of it in your profile, the way you do it is I know where to get the best Cubans in Miami. Mm-hmm. I know where to get the best empanadas in New York City. Mm-hmm. I know where to get absolutely shit faced in New Orleans mm-hmm. and not die. Yeah. You know, like do it that way. So somebody's like, oh, OK. And yeah. maybe not shit face or yeah you know i know where the best view in london is sure um, i lived in all these places where have you lived yeah and you know and there's a fine line between being like proud of being braggy and so you want to like reread it and make sure you're not just like sounding like some rich asshole who runs all over the country but like just someone who's like i've happened to live in a lot of places yeah. and i've had cool experiences like you want to make sure you present yourself again editing is key save drafts of your profile and keep revisiting and keep editing show it to a friend yeah That's... show it to a friend please or like you know, my husband and I edit each other's profiles because if you don't that's have how it works. If you don't, not everyone has a spouse who's <laughs> yeah. willing to edit their profile. Yeah, that's that um, would be. I mean, yeah, it is helpful, <laughs> but a best buddy can help too. Yeah, I think or um, Twitter. Yeah, just, even Twitter. What do you fuck? What do you guys think of this? Um, no, I, I think that actually people don't yeah. leverage their existing support systems, and even something as simple as hey, I interact with a woman who dates online, mm-hmm. completely platonic. I'm a guy. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I'll direct message you. It's not sexual. It's just like, hey, just want your opinion. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to come on to you. Does this make me sound like a complete asshole? Yeah. I think not recently. I think I did workshop someone's um, FetLife profile oh. kind of recently for them. Not and that FetLife, recently. Life for folks who are unaware. Yeah. is um, So I haven't actually used FetLife recently at all, but it's... Um, if you're looking for something a lot more specific, again, it can be for polyamory, but it can also be for BDSM or other kink or sex parties or lots of stuff like that. Um, it's a little bit, it's a little old school. It's kind of like MySpace, honestly. But, yeah, because um, they haven't redesigned in like 10 years. They right? have not. And yeah. they also don't have an app on iPhone, which we talked about is due to like, because it's too kinky for Real yeah, I, or whatever. I don't yeah, know. it's weird. Apple is the most uh, sex negative when it comes to apps. Grow up. Anyway, um, but I did help. <laughs> Grow up, Tim Cook. Yeah, geez, get a grip. Um, but I did help someone workshop theirs, and it was a, it was very platonic. But um, and that was, you know, I, it was fun for me. I enjoyed it. I don't yeah. know if everyone does, but I thought it was kind of fun. I loved the the only yeah. well, one of the main reasons that I even started blogging about dating is because my friends, who a lot of my friends were women who were dating online, they would say like. Does this, like, how does this sound? What do you mm-hmm. think? Yeah. And it just started from there, from me being like, yeah, this makes you sound terrible. Please yeah. don't do this. Like, you're, like, he's a, you're a great person. This is not doing it. Yeah, it's not doing you justice. Yeah. And I think that people need to stop dating online in a vacuum. And that's what happens where you're like, this is what I would want to read, but you aren't trying to date yourself. Like, Yeah, it's true. Oh, one other hot tip is when you do... This is more for women than for men, honestly. But for women, um, mentioning a favorite food or a type of cocktail or drink or something like that you like is an easy entry point for men to ask you out to go do that. Like, you know, as it is. um, Like I say, like, I love spicy cocktails and ramen. And like, I have had a man be like, oh, what's your favorite place to get ramen? We should go there. That is so good because I've not fallen for it, but... That always hooked me because I pride myself on having a recommendation for just about anything. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, oh my God, all right, so there's like five ramen places and there's six cocktail places and I want to take you to all of them, girl. Yeah. That's what I would do. Rawr. <laughs> uh, but it shows some thought. Like yeah. it, it gives them something to jump on and then come up with something nice. It, it can help build momentum. So yeah. that's a nice thing. And if you're a man, you can do it too. But because... In heterosexual relationships, a lot, there's a lot of, like, stuff that's tied up in how men do the asking. It's probably a little more helpful for women. But, you know, there's no harm. 
Uh, you, you're yeah. a man, you can say, I love empanadas, and a woman is totally welcome to say, like, have you been to this place? We should go there. In my experience, when I did that, <laughs> the way that I would get people to ask me about it is saying, I know the best place mm-hmm. in the city, hands down. Uh-huh. And just leave goes. that. and Just, like, leave it. Because yeah. women are much better at, typically anyway, women yeah. are much better at asking about stuff uh-huh. uh and men should get better at men generally not every guy i don't deal well with people not all men in me oh. um, <laughs> but men generally are not good at reciprocating questions like if you ask a guy how, how his day's going he won't ask you back right um which is why which, like you know 80 percent of my tinder conversations fall flat it's like how was your weekend great what did you did. do oh i went to the park really yep Cool. Like, it, <laughs> here's a hot tip, a hot dating tip for men. Huh? Learn the question, how about you? Yeah, how about how you? How about you? It's yeah. not hard. It's a good one. Yeah. It, it works for a lot of questions. You know what? Reciprocity is good advice for sending messages on dating apps. Sex. Mm-hmm. Um, just generally asking how someone's feeling. All these things. Just reciprocity. Yeah. Um, learn it. Um, you know, I'm not going to... Blame you for not knowing it. You know, we all have our uh, holes in human We all have our blind spots. Yeah. Hole. I don't know. Yeah, blind spots are a much yeah. better way to put it. Yikes. I mean, yeah. I guess we all do have holes. We all have our holes. Yeah. Uh, Mouths, ears, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Top up. It's <laughs> your favorite holes in your head. Yeah, those yeah. are pretty good. I think, you know, in the end, like, it's something that takes practice. I, my husband had kind of been frustrated a little bit with his options, like, and I said you're going to hate this advice. And he's like, what is it? I'm like, throw it away and start over. And he's like, I do hate that advice. And I'm like, I think it might be good though. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but um, not like there's anything wrong with this profile. But I remember Aisha Tyler said that early in her comedy career, she like had this set and it was great and it worked for years. And then yeah. it just stopped working and she like workshopped it to death and like basically it became this overwrought, overworked piece. Mm-hmm. And she had to throw it away and write a whole new set. And I think that that can happen to your dating profile, too. Like, it can just become yeah. overwrought and overworked and over-edited. And sometimes you need to just start over. And, like, well, becomes, a, fresh, uh, a, a clean slate is hard, but in some ways, like, you're not constrained by the past choices you made, and that can be nice. What you can do is, I've seen somebody do it before, I can't remember who, but um, among your friends, just ask your friends, like, text a friend, text a bunch of friends and say, hey, how would you describe me? If you were going to describe mm-hmm. me to someone you wanted to set me up with. Yeah. And that's your profile, really. It's like, everyone gives you responses, and you're mm-hmm. like, cool, this is how people perceive me. Yeah. And then pare it down a little to yeah. the ones you like the best, or you feel like yeah. a good smattering. Do not do the funny, haha thing where you're like, a treasure, my mom. Oh, Hilarious. yeah, yeah, yeah. My it's best overdone. friend. It's overdone. It's, it's done. You it know what's kind of... It was funny the first time, I guess. What's kind of creeping up to being done, Uh-oh. and I think it's already there, is the... I made a PowerPoint so that people would date me. Like, it's... Okay, we get it. It's been five years of people doing these things. Yeah. Like, I made a PowerPoint so you could date me. Like, it was really cute the first one. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally someone did it in 2013. And every year there's somebody new being like, you should date me. I'm a I'm a jolly lad. Uh, PowerPoint. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. Shit's, shit's over. It's just as bad as those recommendations that are definitely make-believe. Uh, I did see one where... Some, you know, like everyone's always doing stunt journalism around dating. Mm-hmm. And one woman was like, I texted all these guys who ghosted me to like get their recommendations. And they were all just like terrible. And I was like, I actually enjoyed this. Because <laughs> she was like, what would you say about me? And they were like, do you want to like fuck again? And <laughs> they were all terrible. <laughs> it was wonderful. That would make a really fascinating profile. Yeah, like tech. I'm going to text all the people who ghosted me and see what they say about me. Yikes. Uh, God, Yikes. that would be. Yeah. If you really want to boost your. Um, hatred of yourself trying to do that. So, if you were going to give one nugget of advice, if you were going to give one nugget of advice, building a good dating profile, what would it be? I have one that is not about building a dating profile. Try to really think about when you write someone a message or even when you're writing a profile, not as it as like writing, but like what you would say out loud. Like, try to actually write the words you would say if you were in conversation. Because... You'll imbue a lot more personality than you do if you think about it like a message or a text. Like, really try to talk in your own voice to give the other person a chance to, like, get some window into what you're really like. And also to just 
put make it more human and less impersonal. That is really good. People get in presentation mode mm-hmm. about their dating profiles. Yes. And it's better to just have it be, hey, this is me. Yeah, this is me having a conversation with you. Right. You just haven't responded yet. Right. It's less about dating profiles and more about mindset. Two things. One, never get too attached to your profile. Ugh, yeah. Sometimes you do have to scrap it. I was going to say it's kind of like your profile is a any structure. Eventually the beams are going to rust and become rotted. Mm-hmm. And the wood's going to get all warped and rotted. And you can either replace each part piece by piece, but you will constantly always be replacing when things get outdated. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's better to just tear all that shit down and just build a new thing. Yeah. Starting yeah. fresh is very empowering. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is when people don't respond well to your profile and you put some thought into your profile and you're not being an asshole on it and you're being very much sincere, don't take it personally. Like, just, you know, not everybody likes your cup of tea. Some people like coffee. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Don't. I mean, I would say, again, like, run it by a friend and yeah. say, like, is there something weird about this that I'm not picking up on? And if they're like, no, it's great, then... Sometimes you're unlucky, and that's yeah. that's the reality of dating. How street, cold street. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you're unlucky. I went through so many ups and downs, and I'm so happy that I started online dating really, really early. Yeah. So that I got really used to the ups and downs, the highs mm-hmm. and lows, and how there is no rhyme or reason. Nope, there um, really isn't. And I'm not saying that every time that something bad happened, it was like, water off a duck's back. Some, sometimes it really was like, oh yeah, man, this shattered me. But don't get too, like, it's okay for that to happen, but don't take it personally. It's a stranger. Like, it's just, you're dealing with strangers at all times. Yeah. They don't know you. They don't know, like, all the things you've experienced in life and what makes you a great person and what makes you amazing. They don't know any of that. All they know is that they could read 150 characters about you and a couple pictures. They don't, you know, so don't take they it They don't know personally. you. I feel like... We should do this like every six months. <laughs> I really do. I think we should really talk about dating profiles like every six months because without fail, like on Twitter every six months, somebody's like, yeah, man, dating sucks. Like I want to get rid of all my profiles and I'm not getting any tension. And it's mm-hmm. like, yes, but also there are things you can do. Yeah. Um, it's like spring cleaning. We should do a spring cleaning. That's true. It's still I spring, think right? when it, it is for a little while longer. I think what I might start doing is I might start saving profiles that I think are great. I'll anonymize them, but I'll oh, take that'd screen be really snaps cool. and I can summarize some good profiles. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. I think so too. So we're coming to the end of our episode. Let's talk about things we love and or hate. Mm. I think that you should go first. Oh, man. So I could, I had, so I could drink and laugh. I had a, so at Single Cleveland, Suddenly Single. So she posted an article about, like, in a heterosexual marriage, how men end up just not doing as much of the work as women and sort of the balance of, like, having to explain to men the extra work you do so that they can understand or appreciate and try to catch up on. It was a good article. I'm not doing it justice. But anyway, she kind of commented on like how a lot of guys start off, they come into a relationship with fewer skills, like not knowing how to clean or cook and blah, blah, blah. And someone swooped in and started not all menning at us. And it made me so fucking mad. Like I'm so sick. Like, do you think this is interesting? Like you think that I'm like, wait, you mean not all men? My God, I thought it was all of them, but now I know it's not all of them. And also just being a real piece of crap. So I am pissed off at this person and have blocked them, so there we go. But in any case, I want to ask you, please stop with the not all men. No more not all men. And more broadly, stop with the sea lioning bullshit where you're like, oh, I'm just asking a question. I'm just raising an interesting point. Why won't you engage with me? No. Fuck you. Go away. Like, just grow up. And also, if you're going to comment on a thread about an article, read the fucking article. There's my advice. Thank you, doctor. Stop being an asshole. Thank you, doctor. Yes. I appreciate yes. that. Yes. Uh. So I don't love sea lining and I don't love not all men. I never heard the term sea lining until, like, right before we started recording. Oh, yeah. I love it, though. It is very useful. Uh, and it's sad, it's sad, though, because I love sea lions, but I hate that. Well, it's just that one sea lion. Not yeah. all sea lions. Not all sea lions. <laughs> I've never understood the, like, every once in a while in my head, like, somebody will say this broad statement, and in my head I go, well, I don't do that. Cool. Yeah. I'm aware of myself. The end. 
Right. I mean, like, sometimes we'll be like, I think, you know, women do this, and I will respond. I'll be like, well, I think some women do that, but I also think a fair number of women will do Y instead of X. Like, yeah. I'm not not all womening. I, I will agree. I do think there are people that do this, but I also think that there's a substantial portion that yeah. do something else. And I am trying to speak from my own experience and not try to not all women them. Yeah. You know. The whole, well, I don't do that. Like, congrats, man. Yeah. Mazel. Oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, I'm not on Twitter enough, apparently. Mm. I miss out on all the good stuff. You missed out on my yeah. Sunday Twitter page. I didn't get, you know, Twitter didn't up- update, the, <laughs> update me this morning saying, what you missed. And it's like, <laughs> I actually post. saw somebody tweeting about that. Now oh. that. Like, now that you've told me all about it, I understand the context of their tweet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this could be any not all men situation. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I love? No. A few things. I'm going to just throw some things out That's there. Right. Season two. Of Queer Eye, coming back, boom, super excited. <gasps> when? Um, I forget when, but they already started filming. Second thing I yeah. love is related to Queer Eye. It won't just be a queer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Did you watch the last season of yes. Queer Eye? Yes, um, Do you know the black man who's in the closet? Yeah. And his boyfriend? Yeah. And he like introduced her to the stepmom and yeah. it was like the whole thing. They are engaged or <gasps> married, one of them. But either way, congratulations! Awesome. I think uh, it was like Andre and I forget the name. I don't remember their names either. But congratulations, they seemed great. And they were. That sounds wonderful. It was so adorable. I really love that episode because it talked about oh, like maybe. black masculinity. Yeah, um, no, and so like connecting to his stepmother's culture. Like yeah. it was like I was I like, don't know. oh, I can relate to this. My, like one of my parents is Hispanic and the other one's black. Yeah, and the vulnerability to connect mm. and that they have, you know, this love for each other. I don't know. It was yeah. very. And touching. then he like he once he opened up like. Now they're like, they made a huge step in their relationship. Yes. Of the people on the show who were single or like mm-hmm. in a relationship, like there are like a couple pe- couple guys that were married, but then like mm-hmm. two weddings because Abby and the guy mm-hmm. was like, a, yeah. Yeah. Like, I love it. I love it. I'm so obsessed with Queer Eye. I'm so obsessed with every one of the Fab Five too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I love um uh, the guy who looks like John Mayer's like not douchebag brother. Um, the food guy. Um, oh yeah, Anthony. Oh, he's so great. He's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And Karamo is like amazing and so cool. He's great. John um, Van Ness is hilarious. Can you believe? I cannot. <laughs> Bobby doesn't get enough screen time, but I actually find him very charming. Oh yeah, yeah. He grew a beard. Good for him. Yeah, I'm like, it looks good. Um, yeah. So that's what I love. It's, it's a good. It's a good way to close for Pride Week. Yeah. Pride Month, excuse yeah. me. Pride, 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 Pride. Hey, it's also my birthday month. Oh. Oh yeah, you don't even know. My I didn't know when your birthday's birthday is. like Sunday. Oh, happy early birthday! Thank you. Sunday the tenth, June tenth. Do you have exciting birthday wishes that you can share? Oh uh, yeah, my birthday wish is that you subscribe and rate and leave a review on the podcast. <laughs> yes, subscribe, review, rate, leave for a podcast for Demetrius's birthday. This is yes, very important. Please do. It's actually pretty important. I would. I'll, or do it for Pride Month. Yeah, do it for Pride. Yeah, these are all good reasons. Yeah, there we go. I think that's it. Thank you so much, as yeah. always. I really enjoyed this. this yeah, episode. this was a good one. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you again soon. All right. Good luck out there. Bye.